Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is. And you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Selenium has long been regarded as a key to improving immune function. As science has progressed, we have now discovered many other ways that it positively affects animals. And today, we will examine those factors and learn how its supplementation uh, can be easy and cost-effective. Laurentia van Rensburg is originally from South Africa. She has a master's degree in animal science from the University of Kentucky. With more than 15 years' experience in the livestock and animal science industry, she has worked in South Africa, the Netherlands, Latin America, and the North American marketplace as well. She currently serves as the technical mineral manager as part of the Alltech Mineral Team. Hi, Laurentia. Hey, John. Well, Laurentia, can you give us a brief overview of why selenium is considered such an important nutrient? Well, John, first of all, thank you so much for having me today. Um, Selenium is considered an essential trace mineral, and it's of fundamental importance to both human and animal health. As a constituent of selenium proteins, selenium has many roles, but it's probably best known as an antioxidant, and this plays a very important role in the immune system and the immune response. The importance of selenium, however, cannot be underestimated. Selenium is also considered multifunctional, which means that besides its role in the immune system, it has many roles in other very important metabolic and physiological processes, including maintenance of cognitive health, thyroid metabolism, DNA synthesis, as well as fertility and growth. So, based on the many benefits of selenium, I assume it is uh, routinely added to all diets, correct? Yes, John, that's right. Since animals have a requirement for selenium, um, it is routinely added to all complete feeds or supplemented via a mineral mix. However, there's many different forms of selenium supplementation available. If we go back in history and we look at the history of selenium supplementation, it really became widespread in the 70s where diseases or conditions such as white muscle disease um, were connected to selenium deficiency. But back then, the only available form of selenium for supplementation was inorganic selenium or sodium selenite. And this was basically sourced as a byproduct from copper mining. However, over the last three decades, there has been a lot of studies that have suggested that the dietary form of selenium is a major determinant of its efficiency in actually meeting the selenium requirement in animals. Now we know that selenite, the inorganic form of selenium, is not only highly toxic, but it's also poorly absorbed and cannot be retained effectively by animals as tissue reserves. 
It also have many negative interactions with other dietary nutrients, and due to a lack of traceability and poor quality control, it's really led the industry towards a shift or looking for a more safer, effective source of selenium. And the real breakthrough was when organic selenium in the form of selenium-enriched yeast became available for livestock use in the early 2000s. The problem is, since inorganic selenium is still the cheapest form of selenium supplementation available, it's still very widely used within the animal and livestock industry. However, today we have a wealth of information showing just how inefficient this form of selenium is, especially as I mentioned when it comes to absorption and tissue retention. In contrast, we know that organic selenium, especially in the form of selenium-enriched yeast, can be absorbed more effectively and also stored in the body, um, basically, and be accumulated into a biological selenium pool that can be mobilized in time of increased demand or when the animal is under stress and actually have an even higher requirement for this essential nutrient. So are there many different types of organic seleniums uh, available to the consumer today? Yes, there's quite a few different sources, John. Um, when it comes to organic selenium products, there's a few different categories. Uh, for example, chelated selenium products. But based on the chemistry of selenium, I think it's important to note that this does not typically result in a very stable product. There are also chemically synthesized forms of organic selenium available. And even though these are classified or categorized as organic selenium, these type of chemically synthesized organic selenium products have toxicity ranges similar to that of inorganic selenium, so not really that safe. And that brings us to selenium yeast. Um, in my opinion, selenium yeast is probably the most researched and proven source of organic selenium out there. Uh, a lot of research studies have shown that supplementation with selenium yeast has clearly improved whole body and tissue-specific selenium status, and this is typically associated with a wide variety of beneficial responses. So selenium yeast can really be considered the superior, safer, effective, and much more natural source of selenium supplementation. I just have to point out, though, that even within this category of selenium yeast products, there will also be key differences between the yeast strain selected and manufacturing process. And in turn, this will have a huge influence on safety, stability, bioavailability, and ultimately in vivo results as well. Well, you mentioned the differences between selenium yeast products and bioavailability. So what are the factors that influence all that? So, first of all, I think there's a common misconception that all selenium yeast products are equal. And this really is very far from the truth. Um, digestibility would be considered the main factor that will influence the bioavailability of selenium yeast. And the key difference between different commercial selenium yeast products will be the way that the yeast distributes selenium within the yeast cell. 
It's very well accepted and well known that even closely related yeast strains have their own unique biochemical and genetic characteristics. And it has been proven through many peer-reviewed research papers and trials that the deposition of selenium within yeast is totally different among products. So it's also reasonable then to expect, and it has actually been shown, that these preparations or different selenium yeast products will differ in parameters such as toxicology, shelf life and stability, bioavailability, and ultimately the in vivo or how the animal will respond due to this type of form of selenium supplementation as well. Well, selenium methionine concentration play a role in functionality between different selenium uh, yeast sources? John, that's actually a really good question. Within the feed industry, there is a common misconception regarding the total selenomethionine content of selenium-enriched yeast products, with the belief that more or higher concentration of selenomethionine is better. These arguments actually have no scientific basis, and it's really based on the myth that selenomethionine is the only active component in selenium yeast. And this simply is just not true. Many research papers have actually addressed this issue by assessing the digestibility of the selenium-containing protein and peptides in selenium-enriched yeast products. And surprisingly, the findings indicated that while approximately 90% of the total selenium that was extracted post-gastrointestinal digestion only 34% of this fraction was quantified in the form of free selenomethionine. The rest of the selenium was actually present in the form of low and medium selenium species or proteins. And it's this present of these other selenium proteins that can this explain why we would see such differences in products of similar selenomethionine concentration. And this really further emphasizes to us how different these selenium yeast products can be from one another. Yeah, well, so based on this information, how can a producer go about selecting the right source of selenium yeast? So I think one way to do it is to actually ask for product-specific peer-reviewed published data. And we can then, and this data specifically, look at tissue retention, but more importantly, ask for performance data. And we can use this as an indication of the bioavailability and efficacy of the individual products. And one product that really stands out in regards to the amount of peer-reviewed research across all species is Salplex. Salplex is Altex selenium yeast product, and Salplex really paved the way as the first organic selenium yeast to gain approval from the FDA here in the United States back in the 2000s. And then in 2006, Salplex became one of the first organic selenium yeast products to be approved for use in the European Union as well. Salplex have also been listed with the Organic Materials Review Institute, or OMRI, and it's important to note that for these FDA and EU approval processes, it had to be supported by a really large amount of research data across all species. And basically, all these trials have shared the same message, that the use of Salplex is safe, 
it's effective with consistent positive results across all species and regions. Oh, final question. Can you share just a few key benefits of organic selenium in the form of a cellplex with our audience? Absolutely, John. With more than 27 years worth of research, there is a substantial amount of data. Uh, performance parameters include supporting feed efficiency and gain, supporting meat, milk, and egg quality as well. But ultimately, we know if we can improve immunity, health, and efficiency, we can potentially improve producer or on-farm profitability as well, right? And that is ultimately our goal. We really want to help our farmers to have healthier animals that produce at much more efficient rates. And ultimately, that can help them become more profitable. To recap, selenium supplementation has shown to improve whole body and tissue-specific selenium status and is associated with a wide variety of beneficial responses. Today's poultry and livestock producers have another tool to help produce wholesome food for today's educated consumers. Once again, I'd like to thank uh, Laurentia from Alltech and encourage our listeners to join us next week to hear what's on tap in animal agriculture. 